Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is your daily Art of Relationships radio show. I'm your host, licensed professional counselor, relationship, and sex specialist, Greg Dzinski. I appreciate everybody joining in. Welcome. Happy Thursday to everybody out there. And how many people are feeling like today should be Friday instead of Thursday? Maybe we're used to uh, the long uh, weekend we had um, last week. So we're trying to catch up a little bit or have our bodies uh, sort of get in tune being back to work. So... Everybody, hopefully, <coughs> allergy season is all over the place. So, um, hopefully, everybody's doing well. And looking at uh, today's episode is going to be about your perfect partner. Okay, trying to identify what your perfect partner is. Ah, but what else? We're going to talk about your perfect partner. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, there is no such person. Okay, everybody talks about perfect for me. How many people accept? you know, your flaws, the faults of your partner, not significant major ones that they're abusive, uh, that they cheat on you chronically, you know, that type of aspect. No, we don't want those are maybe character flaws versus um, looking at what's best for you, unless, of course, you're in an open relationship or, you know, type of swingers, whatever, and, you know, you stick to whatever boundaries you incorporate, then, you know, that's fine. So that's not really cheating. That's, you know, being consensual about being in an open relationship, so forth. But outside of that, what is your perfect match, your perfect partner for you, and trying to identify what that is and the ins and outs about that. Like I said, you know what? I'm going to throw it out there, whatever. There is no perfect match for you. You are nobody's perfect match, okay? We can become close. And I'm all about trying to evolve and keep growing to become closer and to be a better partner for our significant others. And also, we're hoping, I'm hoping, you know what, that your partner is going to do the same for you, that you keep evolving and keep growing those type of aspects. And there's one thing I give not only to, say, individuals that might be going through a divorce that I see or just been through a divorce and they're grieving that and trying to maybe go back into the dating scene and looking for um, maybe another a better match for them than in their past, okay? So and there's one thing I give them. I give them a sheet I call visions, okay? And it might also be called expectations, same type of thing, your vision, your expectation, that type of thing. And I look at, you know, there's maybe four core areas I look at. You know, what do you want physically, Okay, and this not necessarily goes, you know, it could go with looks, okay, but more, you know, what do you want? Do you want someone that's affectionate, that's soft, that's gentle, or maybe that's a little bit rough around the edges type of thing physically, okay? 
another thing mentally you know what are you on the same page with a lot of things say parenting aspects financial aspects are you on you know maybe also you know what how you handle situations you know what also are you maybe how are you what do you want emotionally do you want someone that's going to be there emotionally for you that is emotionally expressive or maybe that freaks you out and you want someone that's going to be emotionally strong all the time and then when you find that you complain that they're not emotional enough they don't share or express their emotions like you would want and you're like okay you got what you wanted but then you find out you know what your perfect match maybe not be so perfect and you realize what you ask for and what you think you have might not work for you after all so it's one of those little things that you know what be careful what you ask for and you know intellectually and soulfully you know those are the other aspects okay you know soulfully what do you want to feel that you have each other's backs that you you know you get each other that you're able to read each other and learn to read each other when one person is maybe sad down in the dumps do you want a hug do you want you know do they know you rather have your space that type of thing and how you read each other and have that soulful connection and what do you need and how you can become you know what not perfect but become a better partner for each other and I'd love to hear your feedback as far as you know what what your perfect match is and what are your expectations uh, for that perfect match and again you know what when I say perfect match I'm gonna throw it out there that you know what nothing is perfect people okay nothing at all so I want you to be able to look at you know what what works for you let's start off with what expectations that you want for your perfect partner okay and we're gonna get I'm gonna say a brief hello to get the chat started as always you can give me a call with any questions any comments you have regarding a relationship past present maybe future also maybe to help you heal a broken relationship or marriage and help you heal maybe get back in the dating realm again give me a call 313-614-9498 you can also join the live discussion below um, I know it's your lunch hour so you might be just listening and you know eating your lunch while you're listening too. that's quite okay and you can always go back and comment on you know previous shows um, that's always open to you as well you know what I want to help and also you know what I love learning from you the listeners out there as well and it you know makes me a better person it makes me a better therapist and helping others out there as well so I love your feedback okay now I tell people all the time nothing is perfect Greg you already said that okay I tell people no one is gonna meet your needs a hundred percent that's a unicorn okay it doesn't exist maybe you know they do exist whatever in fairy tale land but just you know go with me here I tell people all the time you know what 90% that they meet your needs it's gonna be freaking rare you know what maybe it's not a full-grown unicorn maybe it's a baby unicorn and you look at you know if someone meets your needs 85% that is phenomenal that that is great that would be a great goal to go for however I tell people the 15% that is missing from a relationship or marriage you don't want that to be the core essence of who you are you don't want those to be the you know most important things to you but you got 85% I hear this all the time you know what I have 80 um, 80% um, 
85% that meets my needs, but the 15%, uh, I don't care about. So what if they cheat on me all the time? So what if they beat me all the time? Are abusive verbally, emotionally all the time? All those aspects. Hey, Sabrina, you flirting with me? <laughs> Looking gorgeous, Greg. Thank you. Um, I don't know about, is gorgeous a male thing or is it handsome, hot, sexy? You, you can go, <laughs> I'll throw those out there. <laughs> Hilarious. Hey, Nikki, Nikki, welcome. Hey. Saludos to you, man. I appreciate you tuning in. And I'd love to hear back where people are from, too. That'd be awesome. I'd love to hear, you know, where you're at in the world. Um, if you're South America, Europe, uh, Spain, we're at Canada, wherever you're at, Mexico. I'd love to hear some uh, feedback and where you're from. And I love helping people world round. Um, so going on your perfect match, going back to the 85% I mentioned, you don't want the 15% that's missing to be the core issues or your values that you need that are significant to you, right? You don't want someone that's going to cheat on you. You don't want someone that's going to beat your butt all the time. You don't want someone that is going to maybe not communicate at all with you. That's not affectionate. These are the core issues. Not, I'm not saying, you know, you decide what your core issues are. I don't. It's what's important to you. Maybe a core issue, you don't want someone that is a couch potato that sits on the couch all the time, 24-7, that does not want to do any activities together, and you're a person that wants to be busy 24-7. You know, those core issues, you know, whatever you define, are huge for you. Hey, Sabrina's in Cali, baby. Hey, what's up? Hey, Tony, brother, man, what's going on? Out east, or actually, I think you're in Florida now, so I hope uh, everything's going smooth for you. And, you know, with your perfect match, you know what? You look at what is important to you. What do you identify? Yes, okay, we get that. People are shallow, maybe I'm shallow. We want that physical attraction. Most of us do that, okay? I attract that type. <laughs> How do I stop this? You attract a Cali baby? <laughs> Sabrina, I want to know. Or do you attract the people that are chronic uh, abusers or chronic cheaters and you want to stop that? And I'll help that. Actually, we'll do another, I'll do a show on that too, okay? A woman that can clearly communicate her thoughts and actions is important to me. Uh, Tony, I'm with you and I appreciate that. I I'm with you too. I want someone that is able to talk to me about anything, about their sexual needs, wants, desires. If I upset them, annoy them, piss her off. You know what? I want to know about it. I'm all about that. I can accept constructive criticism. I'm confident enough. I want to know so I can stop it. I can evolve and grow and be a better partner for, you know what, my lady, right? I'm all about that. And I look at um, all those situations and you know what? What's important to me? I'm with you, Tony. I feel about that. Yep, living in Florida. Good for you. Um, you know what? I'm glad you're uh, loving life, man. Uh, maybe in a few years I might be uh, moving out of Michigan. We'll see. The winters suck. But anyways, um, and Sabrina, I'm, you know, the abusive situation, we're going to look at that. And it's about I'll get in a situation about those people, maybe another episode. Maybe tomorrow I could do that uh, regarding, you know, what those people that tend to be with chronic cheaters or in abusive relationships and that pattern, ways to break that and to trust your gut instinct, okay? So I'll maybe I'll do that on, I usually like doing Freaky Fridays, uh, but that might be a great uh, situation to kick off the weekend. Uh, maybe you can find a situation and 
determine the red flags on someone that's abusive and a chronic cheater. It's not always easy. There's a lot of smooth people out there, both female and male. So, you know, looking at what's important. You want someone to communicate. Tony and I, you know, already expressed, you know, communication is huge. Do, you want, do I want to be physically attractive to somebody else? Um, mosquito or something flying around. Um, looking at, you know, do I want to be physically attracted to my partner? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Most people do. Some people, again, it's not a major thing, not, you know, everybody's different. Okay. You want to look at the core issues. Um, I want somebody that communicates with you. What about when it comes to sex? Do you want someone that is sexually expressive, that wants to try new things sexually, that is, again, communicating their sexual needs, their wants, uh, what they don't like, what they do like, that type of aspect, okay? Again, maybe it's not important for you. This is about you, and I want you to identify, even write down what is important for you physically, what is important for you mentally or intellectually, what is important for you soulfully, that someone is maybe emotionally expressive Maybe you want someone that's not emotionally expressive or a mix of both. What about a sense of humor? I'm a huge smartass. I love joking around when I can, when it's appropriate. Uh, that's just me. I love joking around. I'm very playful. Um, maybe I'm not that way as much as I used to. I get tired, whatever, and I need to get back to that. But you're hey, Vicki Lee. You know what? A huge hi, Vicki. Welcome. And... You look at the situation, you know, what is your ideal match, okay? Again, realizing nothing is perfect. And everybody has this ideation that I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to fix my man and he's going to grow and I'm going to fix him, you know, sort of mold him to be who I want him to be. And it never happens. And it's the old adage that comes up, you know what, men always want women, you know what, to never change, you know, sexual, freaky, all that stuff, but they always do. And women always want men that will change, that they can mold, but they never do. And it turns out that your expectations are broken. And it's ironic how many people I, you know, I deal with on a weekly, daily basis, if you will, that, Craig, we were perfect for each other. It was my perfect match, my soulmate. And now we're in your office and it's we're at the break of divorce. We're looking at breaking up. We're looking at, you know what, we don't like each other anymore. And I'm sort of smiling and smirking. I'm not making fun, not at all. I get that. But I'm like, oh, what happened? You were soulmates. You were the perfect for each other. What the hell happened, right? And it's one of those things you need to be careful what you ask for. And you be able to go on the situation to where... Um, you know what, write down what you think is best for you. How do you want to be um, shown that you're loved, okay? This is huge. Do you want, you know, someone that is kind, compassionate, caring, but you know what, you don't want somebody that's a doormat. Maybe some people do, right? It's ironic how many people want someone that meets their needs all the time, that is a yes man or a yes woman, that people pleaser, and when they get in that situation, also, it's ironic how they always, yes, whatever you want, whatever you want. And it's ironic how over time that people pleaser or that person that always, you know, gives you whatever you want annoys the hell out of you and you end up losing respect for that person, okay? And it's like, boy, isn't that what you wanted? That was your perfect partner. Yet now it annoys you. It's ironic how 
often I run into that from couples in my office. They run into that situation, okay? Um, I, Tony, I agree. No couple is perfect. That's what I'm saying. No couple is perfect. That's what makes us unique as humans. Tony, man, I give you props. You're very wise, as you know, um, you know, over the years, you know, talking and stuff. Um, it is. We're no perfect. We need to look at the uniqueness of each individual and not perfect, okay? And look at the nuances of each individual. And that's very wise, Tony. Um, and Vicki, you mentioned that's the problem. People evolve and change. People don't stay the same or grow together. And that's what I'm trying to get at, Vicki. I want couples to be able to grow together. And there's this um, diatribe, uh, if you want to say, or theory that, you know what, I try to get people to grow together and evolve at the same speed and the same direction. Sounds very, very difficult. I know that. When you have um, a lot of people that, you know, there is truth that you grow apart, that you're not the same person you are when you're 20, when you're 25, when you're 30, when you're 40. It's about being able to evolve and grow together, but to be open to that. A lot of people I will get, you know, I hear, hear this often. Greg, I'm 50 years old. This is the way I am. I'm not going to change for anybody. And I look at that person, I said, yep, you're absolutely right. Am I going to argue with that person? No. So many people become so closed-minded and looking for trying to evolve and trying to grow and be each other's soulmates. Sometimes it's true. It's impossible. You know what? Nothing's perfect. I get that. And there are times where you just outgrow each other and you're not evolving together and it just doesn't work and you'd be happier apart. That's what you need to recognize. However, you know, what would it take to be able to learn from each other and grow together as a couple? And that's what I'm talking about, your perfect match. You know what? Again, when I say perfect match, everyone's looking at me, yeah, Greg, I want perfection. Nothing's perfect. But that it can work good and it's good enough and it's actually great for you, okay? So you look at that. How can I evolve? And some people, you might have the same ideation, the same expectations for a happy relationship or a happy marriage, and you grow in the same direction, but what happens in, if you are not growing at the same speed or close to the same speed? One person is going to feel like they're either dragging a weight behind them, waiting for the other person to catch up, or the person that wants to maybe be slower and sort of maybe are slower paced at evolving they're going to feel like the other one is way ahead of them, that they're not good enough, that they're going to try to hold the other one back. And that happens a lot in a lot of situations, too, where you evolve. You think you're going to be at one place in your life, in a marriage, and in your relationship, and you might have the same ideation, the same goals, uh, expectations, and visions of a marriage and relationship, but you're at totally two different places, okay, as far as... Um, time frames, where that is, where that's at, okay? Um, Vicki, you mentioned, are people really designed to be together forever? I wonder this oftentimes. In a perfect world, this would be great, but I don't think it's realistic. Vicki, I, I get where you're coming from, and we talked about this over the last few years um, often, okay? And I do think that there are people, I'm a firm believer that there are people that are destined that you can work together and be together forever and be happy, 
okay? That is the key indicator, and I tell people all the time, you know, being happy together. Nothing is perfect, but you're there for each other, that you are, you know, emotionally there. You communicate openly about anything. You love how you touch each other, okay? That you can look at each other and you have that mutual admiration and respect for each other. And that's what I'm talking about in finding, you know, in evolving to be your perfect match, okay? And this, you know, having your perfect match can also work for, you know, if you're in a relationship, in a marriage, and also, of course, this is for the single people to look at what works best for you. What do you really, really want? And a lot of people, and I tell a lot of people, it might be easier to decide what you don't want, who that person is that you know for a fact is not a perfect match or fit for you, okay? So, I, Vicki, to answer your question, I do agree that there are people that are destined to be together forever, okay? And, and there are people on the same boat that stay together forever and they're miserable. They just, they don't jive on anything, okay? They might jive on running the household, paying the bills, but that's it. They don't enjoy time together. They don't even like each other, but they're staying together because death do us part type of aspect, and they live as martyrs, and they're miserable, <clears throat> and it affects everybody around them. It affects other family members. It affects their kids, and that's not a healthy situation. Um, so it's very difficult, and you look at you know, what keeps you stuck in a given situation and it's one of those situations where um, people might try to BS themselves and they'll try to look at the situation where you know what it's really not that bad it could be worse out there if I divorce if I break up and I know it's not my ideal situation nothing's perfect Greg even said this right I'm saying it now and people realize and they try to fake being happy enough, being healthy enough in a relationship or marriage, and they'll talk about, well, I don't want to hurt the kids. It's going to be financially devastating. It's this. What would friends think? What would family think? And they try to BS themselves about being happy, and they know on a daily basis they cannot be happy in their current situation. And, you know, trying to be have your ideal partner in your ideal situation is, is your partner willing to grow and evolve with you and if they're not, and if they don't care about your needs and what's important to you, you know what, then why are you with them? And these are certain indicators, and I tell people that are single to get back in the dating realm, that, you know what, you need to look at these red flags, what are important to you, okay? It, it could be one person maybe drinks often, and you're totally against drinking, okay? That type of thing. Or if one individual is overly flirtatious and friendly that, that might be me <laughs> and you know and you're with somebody that is very jealous and very uh, insecure with themselves and I don't mean anything but I'm friendly that's just me I say hi to strangers that's just me um, and you know what I don't want to always try feel like I'm walking on eggshells looking over my shoulder because I'm gonna get wham-basted and slammed for all that aspect okay so you look at those red flags that are huge for you somebody that doesn't communicate that shuts down that is afraid to talk about anything afraid of conflict so you have no idea what's going on with that person what's going on good bad indifferent what they like what they don't like because they won't share from you as Tony and I you know talked about earlier in the show those are huge for you okay and 
you know, what is important. And you can talk about, you know, sex too, as far as frequency, as far as feeling connected emotionally. And I, I think yesterday I talked about the feeling of sex and what that meant to you emotionally, soulfully, mentally, and physically. And are you on the same page with that? And what's important to you? A lot of people, they live as roommates in the situation. And is that your perfect situation? Greg, I want to be best friends. I want to be best friends and lovers. I would love that. That You know, I would love that too. However, and a lot of times you find out you can be best friends and roommates, but then there's no passion. There's no chemistry. So if that's not important to you, again, it can still be your ideal partner. Nobody should dictate okay what your ideal or your perfect match is okay you can be open you can be you know willing to have friends or family you know what have you looked at this are you gonna be happy this way and all this stuff and a lot of times we try to ignore those red flags those key indicators that I'm talking about the 15 percent that's missing you tend to ignore them because you wanna feel loved you wanna be uh, connected I get it you know it's a I think Tony mentioned uh, earlier in the discussion about it's a human condition to want to be connected to want to be involved in needing relationships I, it is a human condition I agree with that and some people that um, they just are not on the same page with that and you're never gonna get your emotional needs met and it trickles down to relate to the emotional, you know, the emotional needs will trickle down into the physical needs about affection and attention, that aspect, okay, and wanting to feel a priority, and you can live as roommates and talk and be best friends, but then you're missing the, maybe a crucial element that might be crucial to you, that is um, the physical aspects, okay? I've worked with couples, they're best friends, they love each other, they've never cheated on each other, and they have not had sex in two years. They have not had sex in four years, people. I am not making this up. I am being honest, and when I say this, and people out there, oh my God, not having sex, and their best friends are afraid to hurt each other, but the passion and the chemistry, it's just not there and they know it's not there, but they're afraid to move on because they're so comfortable. And it's, you know, it's not bad, but it's not a fulfilling relationship on all levels, on all those levels, okay? So you look at, you know, what your perfect partner is, what your ideal partner is, and you need to share that. How many people, they keep it to themselves. I know what I'm looking for, but I'm not going to tell, you know, my prospective partner, my future partner, what those are. That's not fair, okay? You need to be open and honest with, you know, if you're in the dating realm, like I said, you know, you're single and looking for a perfect, you know, what your perfect match is, and you need to be open what you're looking for and all those aspects, okay? Now, if you're already in a relationship and or married and you grow and evolve as a person, it's up to you to share what your ideation is, what your expectations are as you grow, as you evolve, so your partner has a chance to still be your ideal partner, okay? To be a great match and a great partner for you. You need to be able to share those things, and if you don't, shame on you. That's not fair to your partner, okay? There's a lot of situations where, say, communication comes up, and I have couples in my office and they will, you know what, they have an issue that's been going on for 10 years and their partner has no idea. 
they have no clue because their other partner, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, never brought it up. And I'm like, that's so sad. You know, it's a sad, it's a shame. If you need to be able to clue in what you want, number one, and you need to be able to express what is important for you and what is your idea and expectation for your ideal partner, okay? And be allow that person to evolve and grow. And we know, okay, when we date somebody, we know if there's feelings, if there's a connection or not, and we know, you know what, there's no chance, right? So why would you keep dating that person when you know there's no chance for maybe a future with that person, okay? Why would you keep doing that? Sounds simple, right? I get you're lonely, you're bored, all these elements, right? Oh, I'm going to date and it gives me something to do until I do find that perfect person. You know what? That Are you wasting that time? But you also want to understand, you know what? I don't think we're a good fit. And what is causing you to not just say that? You're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. You're afraid to be rude. That's not being rude. You can be nice. You can be respectful, okay? Again, before I say goodbye, <laughs> you know what? Write a list of what you want in a partner, okay? And this goes for you single people, you people in a relationship, you people that are dating somebody, you people that are married. Write a list of what is important to you. And I give this out on you know, couples on the first session. I have a true and false thing I give them. How they want to feel, what they're not feeling, what is important to them, and also their expectations of, you know, those mental, soulfully, physically, intellectually, what, you know, what their needs are and what their expectations are to try to get reconnected on those levels. And also, I give them, you know, what can you do, I call it, what can you do, meaning what can you do to be a better partner? But if you don't know what you can do, you need to ask. And if your partner doesn't tell you, maybe that tells you, you know what, if they don't communicate with you, maybe you'll be better off and you want someone that you're not left in the dark. You're not always guessing. You're not always, you know, trying to beg and plead for information. It gets annoying and it might get old. So look at, you know, what do you want physically in your ideal partner? Physically means affection. It means sexual aspects too. It might mean kissing, deep passionate kissing, all those aspects, caressing. What do you want emotionally from a partner? What do you want as far as you want someone with a sense of humor that jokes around or do you want someone that's more maybe serious all the time or more, you know, that type of aspect that's more business-like. Everybody's different. It's what matters to you, okay? Um, you look at the situation, hey Tony, if you're not Happy, you need to be honest with your partner and tell them the truth about how you feel no matter how hard it is to say. Tony, brother, I give you props and I agree. But a lot of people um, look at the situation where it's not that easy. Some people, again, are afraid to hurt people. But is it also, you know what, would they want somebody that is not in love with them, that is not happy being with them? Hell no, I wouldn't. I'd be saying, you know what, peace out. I'm not going to beg someone to stay with me, and I'm not going to beg someone to meet, you know, what my ideal needs are. Again, when I say ideal, you know what, stick with me here. Nothing is perfect, but what is important to me, you know, I'm flexible. I give and take, whatever, but there are important quantifying aspects that I need, that I require, that I'm not going to settle for. And those, I'm talking, you need to identify what those are, people, 
and then go from there and express those to your partner, okay? Um, as always, share this video on your timeline for a chance to get win my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy, okay? And I will announce the winners hopefully Friday, if not Monday. And one real quick thing, uh, Vicki, you mentioned or how to respectfully approach the topic of divorce. And I'm going to talk about that aspect. Actually, that's a good topic. And I talk about, uh, you might have missed it, Vicki. Uh, I can't remember if I did it last week about, um, you know, deciding to go or not to stay in a relationship or get out and trying to look at avenues to do that. But I'll revisit that. And again, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. I'm very flattered. My website, theartofrelationships.org. Check it out, people. Again, thank you so much. Peace and love to everybody out there. Oh, real quick, private message me, email me, anything. Topic suggestions. You know, I want to hear your topics. Give me ideas because I'm human. I run out of ideas too. So shoot them to me. Uh, shoot them my way, okay? Take care, everybody. Love and peace again.